Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to After the Fact. Good evening and welcome. It's After the Fact, all about 2012. Yes, indeed, you're very welcome to After the Fact, our weekly trivia quiz game here on Claire Mars Community Radio. I'm your quiz master, John Nolan, and thank you for joining me. Joining me tonight are four players of the game, all of, who, uh, all of whom have made more than one appearance here already in this series. Let's go around the table and have them introduce themselves. So in front of me we have the blue team. Say hello, please. Andrew Newman, Man About Town. <laughs> That's your profession, is it? Man About Town, John. Man, right, mm. okay. Dapper. I'm picturing you with the cane. Thank you. Strutting down Mount Street. In my, with my monocle. <laughs> Yeah. You're welcome, Andrew. Thank and you. your team tonight is Anne McLaughlin, occasional quizzer. Occasional quizzer, indeed. And uh, victorious here so far. I let's not jinx this now. Okay, all right, okay. <laughs> Best of luck, lads and lady. Okay. Lad and lady. Lads is a thing, I know what I mean. Right. <laughs> Across the table we go. Say hello. Hi John, good evening, Liam Rabbit. Uh one from one so far and same as Anne. Don't want to jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> and your teammate. Uh, James Bonsall, archaeologist, and I can't remember what my score is. Definitely one. Yeah, you were one for one. one, for one? No, he's yeah. had the second one since. Lee. Oh, oh yeah. Apologies. Without yeah. your, without you as a teammate. I, I think I won as well. John. I'm not going to. Um, I, we lost. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> Best of luck, well. everyone. I'll be as uh, actually. As possible. Hi, we haven't met before. Nice to meet you. Liam, Liam, and Liam. Liam. John, John, that's Anne, and that's Liam. To all the sun down or him. Do you know how we're all doing the quiz now? <laughs> we did have warm up. We did have warm up just to get this on the Tasha, good chest. Right. Carry on, please. Let us go and meet the uh, fifth or sixth or however many he is, member of our team. It is, of course, our robot scorekeeper, Clancy. Good evening, Clancy. Good evening, everyone. My memory of 2012 is not clear as I was running version 1.0 at the time. He's been updated yeah. since, so he's better now. He's better now, as you but know. Clancy, okay. mine is probably not much better, <laughs> so don't worry. Let us begin with tonight's quiz, round number one. That's our multiple choice round. In this round, the team will get a question, or certainly a player will get a question. They can choose to give you the right answer from three options on their own for two points, or if they choose to confer with their teammate, it's worth one point. Wrong answer will see the remaining two options offered across for a potential bonus. It's an even-numbered show tonight, which means we're starting with the blue team. Oh, right. Which of you would like to go first? Blue I team. shall go first. Andrew, sports question for you. In Paris, on the 11th of February, what was the unusual result of the France versus Ireland Rugby International during that year's Six Nations Championship? Hmm. Was it A, Ireland won, B, it was a draw, or C, the game was postponed because of a frozen pitch? I think we won. So, was well, I going to limb here? 
Uh, that okay, I've seen conferring happening. Oh, oh, sorry! I'm calling it out right now. Sorry. Oh, oh my god, blatant. that was my mistake. Conferring oh. I did. I only looked down. That was down. actually my my error. Sorry. Yes, and do you know what I did, John? I didn't look at the page. I looked at the. I don't table. care. This is now worth one point. Here as well, confer if you want. We got to we got to play by the rules. Yeah, here. yeah. So now well, you are conferring. So confer away. Well, she reckons number C there. <laughs> I was going to go with A. So what's it going to be? Because G- she did G- that, blue. Yes. I'm going to go with A. You're going with A. Yeah. That uh, it was an Ireland win. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> Off we across we go, lads. You can talk to each other, but which was the outcome that actually happened? I believe it was a frozen pitch, and there were many oh, disgruntled oh, fans. Really? That's correct. Well, now, well, now for 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 your your unofficial conferring, guys, went against you. That is not great. Teamwork, guys. That's that's real self-inflicted own goal. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay, you have to get your heads back in the game. Sorry, Enjoy. and I may as well admit that was my it was my fault. It was an own goal because I annoyed Andrew by doing something very silly. <laughs> right, cross we go. But was it Not was it an own goal or was it a try? No, it was an own an goal. An own try. It was an own goal. It was a knock on. It was a knock on most uh, definitely. James or Liam, who is going first on this side of the table? Uh, I'll go for it. James. On the 14th of October 2012, Felix Baumgartner set a world record for skydiving. How, how far above the Earth's surface was he when he stepped out of the plane? You've got three options. Was he A, 39 kilometres, B, 22 kilometres, or C, 53 kilometres? He was a long way up. Um, that is correct. thinking it's 39. I'm going to confer with my teammate. All right, confer away. I think 39. What do you think? I think it's 22. Fair enough. I think you sound more definite than I do. So, um, yeah, 22 kilometres. 22 kilometres above the Earth's surface. <laughs> that is incorrect. So, chance for... I reckon it was thir- 39. I don't think it couldn't have been 53. 53 sounds quite a distance. So you're going for 39. 39. That's correct. Uh, yeah. Apologies. Ah, well. All right. Mm. Okay. <laughs> no one's in perfect form just yet. Back over we go. Anne, your question. On June 24th of 2012... The last known individual of the Pinta Island tortoise species mm-hmm. passed away in the Galapagos National Park, making the species extinct. What was this tortoise's name? Oh. Was he A, Lonesome George? Was he B, Herman the Hermit? Don't confer. Or was he C, Don't Lonely Boy? It was Lonesome George. Yeah. Lonesome George, yeah. correct, yes. Right. You didn't. I, I knew you knew. No, I had read it, but if he hadn't told, I knew it was something George, but mm. I couldn't remember. Mm. Two points for the blue team. Phew. You can confer from now on. You're safe now. You just couldn't hold your water there for that yeah. first minute. No, that was my fault. Over we go to Liam. Sports question for you, Liam. Ultimately, how many medals did Ireland bring back from the 2012 Summer Olympics in London? Your options are A, one, B, four, or C, six. Oh, I can't remember. I'm just going to confer. All right, you're talking to James. I'm not much used to you, so but it was it was more than one. Ultimately, how many medals did Ireland bring back Saturday from the 2012 Summer Olympics? Four, four, six. Katie Taylor. Was it A one, yeah, B four, six. or C six? Four six. What do you reckon? Try four. Four. You're going for four. Uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Cross we go. It has to be six. Cause it, it is definitely more six. Than one. Yes, it is six. Sugar. Hmm. I thought that might be difficult, people, because at the time we actually won five. 
but in the intervening years, Rob Heffernan That's has right. upgraded to a bronze Walking, yeah. in the walk. Right. Casey Taylor won our gold. John Something. Joe Nevin, I think, won silver, and several other boxers won bronzes. And Michael Hamlin, Keen O'Connor won oh, a bronze. Keen O'Connor, yeah. Show jumping. But wasn't that taken off him? No, no, that was the no. gold from the previous Olympics, but mm. he got to keep the, <laughs> oh, yeah. he kept the bronze he won in 2012. Mm, great sportsmanship. Right, <laughs> let's go over to Clancy <laughs> after what can only be described as a controversial opening round here tonight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See how the scores stand. Blue to four points. Red to one point. So it's comfortable lead for the blue team for points for now. to one. For, for now. Pessimism there, Andrew. Mm-hmm. On we go at round two. This is our connections round. In this round, I will give the teams two pieces of information. They can tell me right there and then what connects them with tonight's theme. They get three points. They can ask for a third and then a fourth piece of information, should they wish. But they will be playing for two and one points, respectively. Any wrong answer at any point in the game will see it offered across all four options called out for a potential one bonus. We start with the team that is trailing. That's the red team. Gentlemen, your first two pieces of information are 4,229 people and the 13th of January. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, Costa Yeah. And the tragedy. Yeah, uh, the the Costa Concordia, the sinking of. Oh, mm. bing, ding, 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 ding. I thought the question would come up somewhere, but not yeah. like that. Not like that. Yes. Okay. Mm. Well, up it came, and on we go. Three points. Well done, gentlemen. Wow. You didn't need the remaining clues. The island of Giglio and Francesco Schettino, who was the captain. Right. Mm. Over we go. Andrew and Anne. No pressure. First two pieces of information are creating history together and 24-year gap. Oh, holy God. Exactly. Okay. So we've got creating history together and so a 24-year gap. What was 24 years ago? Uh, 88. Okay. 24 mm. years. So, we've got creating history together and a 24-year gap. What are you going, guys? Do you want another clue? Or are you going to... Um... Yeah. Yeah, another All right. clue, please. Creating history together, a 24-year gap. And now, Sean St. Ledger. Oh, I know that name. He's a children, or he's a horsey person, isn't he? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Those lads look a bit confident over there, you know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to ask you to either answer or choose the fourth clue. I think we'll have to go with the fourth clue. Yeah, I okay. don't know anything about this. Creating history together, a 24 year gap. Sean St. Ledger and Poznan. Poznan, oh. Oh, good grief. Just looking Poznan. across the table to see if that confirms the. Belief. It does. They don't, I, I know a positive. Is this Olympics or something? Okay, I'm going to have to uh, start uh, nudging you in the direction of giving me an answer, please. I have no idea. Positive has really put the cash among the <laughs> So, final run through the clues now. We have creating history together, a 24 year gap. Sean St. Ledger 
and Poznan. Normally when you get that last clue, I go, oh yeah, <laughs> there's still a completely blank in my brain. <laughs> okay, well I'm going to have to ask you for okay, a decision. Okay, so the Euros or the Olympics? <gasps> oh, Jesus, yeah. Ireland were in the Euros, weren't they, that year? And the last time it was in 1988. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> is that your answer? Yeah, yes. it is. <laughs> oh, disappointed over this side of the table here. They were not waiting on that I pulled it out of the bag. You did, well done. Sure did, well done. <laughs> I just I didn't... didn't Poznan was one of the cities in which Ireland was based. Played two games there. All. Sean St. Ledger scored the only goal. Our only goal of the tournament, Sean St. Ledger. Yeah. Against uh, Croatia. Didn't, didn't 24 gap you've already identified. And creating history together was the mm. ridiculous phrase, you know, the tournament's motto. The Euro 2012. All right, gentlemen, you're back in play. Your first two pieces of information are neutrinos and the long count calendar. What's the first one? Yeah. Neutrinos. Neutrinos. Okay. Neutrinos and the long count calendar. You know what neutrinos are, don't you? Yeah. Don't yeah. explain So, okay. uh, the discovery, the confirmation, rather, of the Higgs boson. Ah, for CERN. The Higgs boson, you say. Right, yeah. oh, that is not what I'm looking for at this point. So, over we go. I'm going to give you all four clues. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Neutrinos. The Long Count Calendar, Roland Emmerich, and John Cusack. Uh, right, uh, out. Yes. Uh. Now. Well, they know it. They know it now, but they're not going to get anything for it. Right. So you guys can get something for it if you can give me an Some answer. Those people, do you have a clue? John Cusack is an actor. Neutrinos, The Long Count Calendar, Roland Emmerich, and John... 2012, the movie, yeah. 2012, the movie is correct. Hmm. Jumped in. <laughs> you went for it, lads. You went for it. Can't say no. Fair play was brave. No, no. Fred yeah, because, uh, because Daryl Breen did a skit about that in, in his. So, John Cusack starred in 2012 The Movie, which was actually released in 2009, typically. Yeah. Roland Emmerich is the director. Uh, the Long Count Calendar is this Mayan calendar that a, apparently, if you uh, calculated it out, the world was going to end in 2012. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. And uh, neutrinos were the reason that the world was about to And that's a little nonsense as well, according to Daryl Breen. Yeah, they were spinning backwards. <laughs> <or something. laughs> yeah, ridiculous. As they do. Okay, yeah. final question of the round goes to you guys. Uh, right. And Renette. Are we ready? 527 years. And Greyfriars. Ah. Do you know it? I know it. Yeah, well, which king? Archaeologist. <laughs> Andrew does know it, but he doesn't mm. know it, which is always entertaining. 527 years yeah, and Greyfriars. This is what was spring into with me. He was yeah, the last Plantagenet king. No, he wasn't. Oh, sorry now. No, this is what I'm thinking. Who are you thinking? No, it's not that. <laughs> we'll never okay. know. We'll right. never know what that was. Okay. Someday at the end I should actually go and take photos of people's notes they're scribbling just so we can um, <laughs> the humour. Oh, blast it. You are getting there's possible more clues here now, Andrew. You know, you're not... Um, okay, not, just give me another one then, so... Another clue coming, okay. 527 years, Greyfriars, mm. scoliosis. Yeah. It's him. Maybe if you describe the scenario to Anne, she will come up with the answer. This is how teammate works. Especially when conferring is allowed. But well, it's the it's, it's the king, you John. Told, you haven't yeah, told her anything. But just he, I haven't a clue what you're talking about. You know what you're right. talking about. He, he was he was found 
in a car park in a city in York or somewhere, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, somewhere up there. And if I could think of the Blastable King's name, I would be very happy. <laughs> right? I can see his 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 digital face right in front of me. Is it him? No. No. Okay. <laughs> All right. 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 I, know what you're ta- I kind of know what you're talking Big about. Big uh, I think it all sort of kingly names. This is a funny one because even if you gave me the fourth clue, you're nowhere further along. <laughs> <laughs> you just, you still have to try and come up with the answer. Yeah, I you don't. clearly do. Shh. Okay. Is it so? One more Henry. Time. Henry. <laughs> Henry. The fifth. Five hundred twenty-seven uh, years. Henry the third. Henry the Third. Is that your answer? Second. No. Just take the last clue. Flip this. I should have got this. The, the, the three pointer. This clue isn't going to help you in any. In the oh shoot! Sure. Right? Come on, John. Anyhow. The lads know the Five answer. Five twenty-seven years. Yeah. yeah. Greyfriars. Yeah. yeah. Scolios. Yeah. yeah. The Leicester County Council car park. Of course oh. it is that. <laughs> <laughs> the, the car park in bloody well Leicester. Oh <laughs> and he was God. found there. <laughs> In 2012. Yeah. But who? Who? Is the king. <laughs> All right. He is a Plantagenet king. He surely was. And the War of the Roses. Ended. And Henry VII became king after. This is an amazing grasp okay, of history. This flipping well king, I can't think of it. <laughs> Please but stop, Maggie. That was Henry VII and you think he was Henry as well, then he'd have to have been Henry VI. No, it wasn't. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you ten more seconds. I have to say... Was it a John? Give me an answer, Was or it's going to Henry V. Henry V. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Henry V, no. Blasted now. So mad. Tell what, us. Was it by chance Richard III? Richard Right, George. What a stupid name. <laughs> No, that was Richard no, no. Horst. I never named any child Richard <laughs> the Battle. Was that. it the Battle of Bosworth's Field? It was. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Still be rubbing the I know. Andrew just, knows um, that too. Andrew knows the whole history of <laughs> Blackadder. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And what was Greyfriars? Uh, the former site of. He was buried in this Greyfriars church, Chapstow, which got demolished at some point. And. Yes, and I remember hearing it at the time, yes. but I, like I just heard about and you're right down John and Thomas and all sorts of things. Yeah, car park archaeology. That was very. Oh, that was sorry. a lot of fun. Sorry, James. Archaeology. <laughs> sorry, there was doubting you. We're having all sorts of notes back here. Yeah, I was like, you sure, third? I got this one. That was a well earned. If we if we had said Richard, you'd have probably said John. You'd probably said. No, more than that. I, I definitely would need more than that. Yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> we're going to go check the scores before we take our first ad break. So it's pushed. Let's see, how are we going? Blue team six points. Red team five points. Just the one point in it, folks. We're going to take an ad break. Please don't go away. We'll be back in three minutes. You're welcome back. It's After the Fact on Claremaris Community Radio, our weekly trivia quiz game. After the first two rounds here tonight, the blue team, that's Andrew Newman and Anne McLaughlin, are on six points, just one ahead of the red team, that's Liam Rabbit and James Bonsell. On we go to round three, the audio round. In this round, when the team is in, they get to hear a piece of music. Come out of that, they have to tell me the artist and the song title for one point, and then there can be two subsequent questions for a bonus for a point each. 
Any wrong answers will see it go across to decide who might get a bonus. We start with the team that is trailing, which is just the red team right now by one point. Here comes your first piece of music, Liam and James. I threw a wish in the well, don't ask me, I'll never tell. I looked to you as it fell, and now you're in my way. I trade my soul for a wish, pennies and dimes for a kiss. I wasn't looking for this, but now you're in my way. Your stare was holding, red chain skin was showing. So, this was crazy, but what was the title? Yes. Um, you, you want the, the title? Everything. And, Artist and title, um, please. Call Me Maybe and Carly Rae Jesperson. <laughs> Carly Rae Jesper. Jesper, Jesper. sorry. <laughs> Carly Rae Jesper. I, I had to correct. I'm going to be good. It's Jepson. That's what we said. <laughs> <laughs> Jepson. Carly Rae Jepson. I think you were, you were good enough there. Thank I'll give you. you the point for that. Right, well done. Jepson, yeah. Oh. Okay, so your next two questions. First of them is, Carly Rae Jepsen first became famous when she finished third in which TV show in her native country? Are we allowed to ask what her native country was? No, you see, uh, the the form of the TV show is very standard Mm. title of a certain program, so if you just know that, you'll know that, see? What came after X Factor? America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent, that sounds good. Yeah, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent, they say. No. I reckon she's Canadian, right? So we're going to cross to Andrew Nan. I reckon she's probably Canadian. Okay, right. Yes, because the way you formulated that question, yeah, it's right. Gave me a, a John mindset. Okay, <laughs> oh, you mind reader. So, what's the name of the TV show? Would it be the voice or something? I just want to say that because apparently Canada's got talent or whatever. It could be, but sure. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, Go ahead. the voice. Like the voice of Canada. Uh, Canada. <laughs> You've got the right. Uh, you got my logic. Uh, it was yeah. actually Canadian Idol. Oh, okay. Ah. See, all right. Wrong country. <laughs> yeah. Right country, wrong. Yeah. Well, sorry. Good guess. Okay. Uh, James and Liam. One more question. Carrie Rae Jepsen's only had three charting hits in Ireland. The most recent of these was called "I Really Like You" in 2015, and uh, it was helped no end by a video featuring which very famous actor? Yeah, well, I think that, that that came up before not 100 or something. Just Tom Hanks, correct? Yeah, well done. Great knowledge of uh, Carly Rae Jepsen's career. But anyway. <laughs> okay, across we go to. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> here comes your song, Andrew Nan. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, song title and artist, please. Song title is Next To Me. By. By. Are you writing? Say. No. <laughs> no. I she got the name of the song. Oh, I used to love this lady. I don't mean romantically, I mean... She's a Scottish woman mm-hmm. with blondish streaks in her hair. Ethnically coloured. 
That's the most yeah. Okay, I need an answer, please. Who? No, she's not ethnically coloured. Oh, oh, oh wow. sorry. Um. Okay. Oh, uh, oh blast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think oh, so, yeah, yeah. So I'm helping well, everybody now uh, today. I'm bringing yeah, like I'm Dutch, I'm too great. Yeah. And not knowing the answer myself. If only the teams weren't these teams, but like a group of four. I know, it's amazing. Flying. I know. I know, John. Anyway, I need an answer, please. Um, Go on. Mm. Throw something my way. Mm. Apart from wet fish. Mm. I got inspiration the last day. I just splat out an answer and it happened to be the right one. So just, just, just go with your gut. Mm. Go on. <laughs> All right. I, don't I have know. faith in you, Andrew. Come on, Andrew. Come on. Say something. Come on, come on. Come on, say something. Let me just get the wrong noise ready. I can't remember. Go on. I can't remember. Are you going to throw a name at all? No. Okay, he's passing. Okay, so based on Andrew's photo fit description <laughs> of possible singers. Okay. We think Emil Sunday. Right. Ah. And uh, next to me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Blast it! Blast it! Emily Sunday is the right answer. Her <laughs> Ethically, whatever. I call her. And Emily. Two questions for you. Yes. Very good. Emily Sandy was born in Sunderland, UK, in 1987, to an English mother and a father from which landlocked African country? Oh, right, landlocked, okay. Right. I always loved the landlocked ones. <laughs> it's a little, little help, I hope. Oh, yeah. For a continent that's just Lissito. gigantic. Could it be? Oh, oh. There's a good Bar. one. How about Ethiopia? I said, I don't know this. I could just name a random country, you know. Could be no. any random country. Yeah. So Malawi. anyway, Emily Sandy's dad is Malawi. from Malawi. Is Malawi landlocked? Which landlocked African country? I said just say that because I know I know clue. Uh, which one we say this? Malawi. 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 No. It's a good guess. I'm thinking. <laughs> Cross we go, chaps. Um, Lesotho. Lesotho. <laughs> Not the largest population, Lesotho. So mm. <laughs> it'd be a really rare bird. No. Anyway. <laughs> I'm glad uh, I said Lesotho. Zambia. <laughs> Zambia. Oh, oh, Zambia. Zambia. Former British okay. colony. Zambia. How does it make her Scottish, though? Or am I imagining? I you obviously think you came up with it yourself. No, 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 she is Scottish. Scotland. I presume she, she grew up in Scotland. Scotland. She's uh, born in Scotland. Born in Scotland. Just, just to clarify that. She grew up in Scotland. Right. Okay. Emily Sandy, it's not suiting you so far. So let's see how we go here. All right, let's share. We get one point. 2012 was a banner year for Sandy. She had two number ones in the Irish charts. Mm-hmm. One of them was this song that you've heard already. Mm-hmm. The other one was called Beneath Your Beautiful, mm-hmm. where she was the featured vocalist alongside which British musician born Timothy McKenzie in London in 1989? What's yeah, his stage name? And you know what? If you hadn't said the Timothy McKenzie <laughs> bit, I might have had some chance to remember it. Oh, sorry. Well, this is his actual name, man. I know. So the other Emily Sandy number one, Beneath Your Beautiful, was released by who? Featuring Emily Sandy. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Because <laughs> I know the song. Yeah, I know. I just and know I actually did a whistle stop of these, these songs before I came in. And I That's know them all, but I don't know the, the singers. It's more than I did. I'm, just, I, I'm doing photo fish answers, answers for everybody tonight. Yeah. Okay. Well, have you got any building blocks of this photo fish? James is waiting eagerly to find out. Well, I know the, the cover of the thing. He has sunglasses on it. That's that's, that's huge. Yeah. That's a huge clue. Yeah. Ethnicity. 
Henry Richards. Really helps me hugely because oh, this is always going to be my worst friend. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Are we? Are we? Is the password? It's, it's a pass. It's a pass. Okay, where we go? Chaps? James knows. Who was the singer? I I, I don't. We mean. don't know. We're just an idea. <laughs> I don't know. We're just laughing in the corner. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of. Uh, we're just waiting for a bit more clues from Andrew. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just um, just guess Sam Smith. No, no, I'm afraid not. No. Feeling, Sam Smith's name is Sam Smith. Uh, Timothy McKenzie is now known as Labyrinth. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Actually, I didn't. I wasn't. Okay, here comes song three for Liam and James. Give me a second, I I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than. State. My lover, she's waiting for me Just across the bar My seat's been taken by some sunglasses Asking about a scar And I know I gave it to you months ago I know you're trying to forget Now there is a big one from 2012 Gentlemen, what's it called and who's it by? I have no idea but I'm happy to stall for a few seconds. <laughs> I won't <laughs> stall you too long. Now. <laughs> well, Liam, Liam, Liam does his best. <laughs> no, I just I won't even waste your time. Pass. You're passing that. Okay, yeah. over we go. Andrew has that look upon his brow that it's in there somewhere. Andrew, former colleague of us, John, ours, John. She was a big fan of this song, and I remember it because of that. But now it's so long ago, six years ago now. I've forgotten the name of the song <laughs> and the artist. Okay, so I think this is looking like a bit of a washout, so Andrew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will we just call it a pass? And we'll we'll call it a pass, John. All right, that was "We Are Young" by Fun. That's it. I wouldn't have known. Ah, yeah. Wouldn't have. No. Yeah. I might have got that. The Liam and James, two questions on this. <laughs> Good luck, lads. Released originally in 2011, the song initially only gained attention online. However, after being covered by the cast of which TV series oh. did it rapidly become a huge success, eventually topping the American charts? Oh. Which TV series was that? You're stalling. From 2012. 2012. TV series. And I shouldn't know this, but I know this. <laughs> which is a bit sad. I want you to stum. TV series. I, mean, I want to which one. 2012. You confer? But there's no need to cover it. So released originally in 2011, this song initially only gained attention online. However, after being covered by the cast of which TV show, did it become a huge success, ultimately topping the American charts? That's right. The Big Bang Theory. What? Sorry, I thought you were giving hints there or something. Uh, Glee Glee is correct uh, right. yeah. It's not a I must, I must just tell you all It's not a programme That I ever watched uh, Come on Andrew <laughs> d- The lady doth protest we, Yeah yeah Just leave us a point for that yeah. Come on okay. Just leave us a point Just to clarify A certain yeah. point a Very good show that was The once or twice I watched it <laughs> Final question guys Which Grammy nominated Singer songwriter And of late A very successful actress Performed the backing vocals and was jointly credited for this song. Sorry, can you read that again, John, just for a second? Which Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter and of late very successful actress performed the backing vocals and was jointly credited for this song? Grammy. Songwriter. 
Anatomy Actress. Hmm. So, I'm going to just run it by you one more time. Yeah, Which so. Grammy-nominated singer-songwriter and of late very successful actress performed the backing vocals and was jointly credited for this song? Songwriter of late. Uh, actress of late. Actress of late. Um, Do you have is an actress in yeah. some circles. <laughs> Rihanna. Rihanna, you say. Yeah. Over we go. Andrew and Anne, you've already got one bonus in this round. Is that word toilet? America's got toilet. Well known, Joe. Well known, Joe. Well known, Joe. Okay. Okay. He's just, I, I think we could be onto something here. All right, then. Oh! Anyway, I want to know. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know who she is. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, uh. <laughs> we're Either all about to get a really good. So I don't want to do the cryptic clues again. <laughs> well, it does, you're, it's now a bonus over to you, so it's oh, not yeah, quite stalling. Did, yeah. They're not getting it back. Some of us have young kids. We have to get home tonight sometime. K K is in her name somewhere. Oh my God! I don't flipping care anymore. Can we have an answer? No, we can't because I don't know. It's not her. Joy. It's not her, but I'm Well, it's not her, don't tell me. You can chat, guy. You don't have to yeah. keep a secret from yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. is that her? No. no All right. What's her name? We're, we're, we're fine now. Can I pass? Pass. She's an African-American. It is Janelle Monet. Oh, sure, I didn't know who that was. Who? Janelle Monet. She's a performer in her own right and was last year in one of the lead actresses in two of the films nominated for the best film, Moonlight and... Hidden Figures. No. Oh. Now, uh, final piece of music of the round oh, goes to Andrew and Anne. All right. Yay. Are you ready? Go for it. Get your dancing shoes on. Okay, Andrew and Anne. Title of the song and the artist, please. Uh, I don't have a clue. And when I say artist, I mean who was credited with it. Okay. <laughs> That's a little help there. It is, but it is, it is. But it... <laughs> That's not helping. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I knew this was going to be a uh, disaster for me. A yeah, disaster, yeah, exactly. No, no classes of this room. It's called. Oh, I, I think they're not. Um, oh, I can't. There's remember. positivity from across the table. I can't remember. I, I, I hope remember. it's the right lad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't even know what this uh, is. Could be called. It could be called anything at all. Rather than. Um, <gasps> okay, so. Wait. I know. The, I know. This is the name of the song. Okay, show me the okay. name. Of the song I can. Oh no, that was. Don't already. Sorry. She's out for a young call me maybe. Call me maybe. Just okay? No, no, no. Well, Anne. Welcome to ten minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Right. Just had a okay. flashback. Okay, I've got. Right. I'm going to give you another twenty seconds to either answer no, or pass. No, no thanks. You're passing. Passing. Okay, over we go. Who do you think it was, and what today was the song title? Well, we think the song title is Titanium. Right. And it's a toss-up between two DJs. And yes. I'm going to go with David Guetta. 
That is a very good yeah, point, George. Calvin Harris. Wow. Looked out of the air there, Liam. Very good. David Guetta and Titanium. Right, Anne and Andrew, two questions for you on that. Yeah, go. From which European country does David Guetta hail? France. France. Yeah, go on. France. Indeed he does, yes. And he, he played a role during uh, Euro 20, the one that was in France recently. <laughs> Euro 2016. 16, yeah. Yeah. Final question. Mm-hmm. Which Australian singer-songwriter did we actually hear singing there on Titanium? Australian? Mm-hmm. Singer, songwriter, female. Yes, I, I, is famous in her own right. She is apparently. Well, it's not Kylie Minogue, that's for sure. <laughs> it's not her, is it? Who? Um, no, um, never heard of her. <laughs> Do you want to say that name? It's just a guess. Singer. Go for oh, it. Oh no, no, no it's probably which Australian singer songwriter did she's we actually hear that. singing there? No idea. John. In that piece of audio. Was Do you want to just Brian. say that? Because we have nothing else. Who was the girl else. that was with Brian McFadden? Oh, no, no, no. No, definitely not her. Jesus, not Volk Williams. I no, don't, no, not straining no. her. Oh, um, oh, yeah, it's not her either. Yeah, I can't think of her. <laughs> OK, I'm going to... This is a mad, wild it. guess. Natalie Imbruglia. Natalie Imbruglia. No. No, afraid no. not. <laughs> I think Natalie's retired. Yeah. Across years. we go, gentlemen. Um, well... Australian singer somewhere it is I'm, I'm happy to go over that which yeah, is one that, that Andrew yeah. just dissed so okay, just, yeah. for that, just for annoying him go on uh, Delta Goodrum Delta Goodrum no the answer looking for there was Sia S-I-A oh, yeah. didn't know she was Australian right that's the end of that round and again the entertainment value high <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> telling you now <laughs> right the A team are at it better again. than the scoring I would suggest <laughs> but the entertainment value very high right Let's go and check how the scores uh, now stand before we take our second outbreak. Blue team eight points. Red team nine points. So the Reds are nine points to eight ahead. We'll be back in two minutes' time. Please do not go away. It's after the fact, the weekly trivia quiz game here on Clamars Community Radio. Tonight, all the questions are about 2012, not too long ago. Top of everyone's memories, easy. No. <laughs> So, after three rounds, the red team, that's uh, Liam Rabbit and James Bonsell, are on nine points. And they're one ahead of the blue team, Andrew Newman and Anne McLaughlin. So it's really close. And let us move on to round number four. This is our 20 questions round. In this round, the team that's in control gets asked a question. It's not the answer, they get a point, but they also get to keep control, which means they get the next question. This can go on until at most five in a row have been answered correctly, at which point they will have to give over control to the side, but they will get a bonus six point for that achievement. Any wrong answers, though, we'll see it immediately go across for a potential bonus, and the other side will get the next question. Team that's trailing just is the blue team. This could be tactically brilliant. Here we go. Hmm. Your first question. In 2012, Britain's Queen Elizabeth II celebrated which jubilee, marking her accession to the throne? I know the answer. Diamond. Correct. It is correct. And diamond, of course, being? 60 years. 60 years? Yeah, very good. Number two. A total of nine people were stabbed when it, at a sold-out concert in the Phoenix Park when it descended into chaos. Which dance music supergroup were the headline performers at that gig? I can't remember. A total of nine people were stabbed when a sold-out concert in the Phoenix Park descended into chaos. Which dance music supergroup 
were the headline performers at the gig. You're passing. Okay, guys, you're getting the next question, but here's a bonus coming if you want to, if you know it. Uh, Swedish House Mafia. Swedish House Mafia is correct. CERN announced the discovery of a new particle with the properties consistent <laughs> with the Higgs boson. After experiments at which facility? I won't even start the clock on this one. Uh, CERN. At which facility? CERN was in the question. Oh, sorry. Yes, it was, wasn't it? Hmm. Say the question again, John, so that my mind... I'm now going to start the clock, okay? CERN announced the discovery of a new particle with properties consistent with the Higgs boson. Following experiments at which facility? No. Oh, 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 you mean the Large Hadron Collider? I do mean the Large Hadron Collider. That's an instrument rather than a facility, John. Yeah. When it's that big, it's a facility. (laughs) (laughs) Next question. The James Bond film series released its 23rd film on the 50th anniversary of the release of its first film. What was the name of that 23rd film in the series? Skyfall. Oh, straight in there, James Bond still knows his Bond. Just the thing with James's, is it? You just know James's. Yeah, James Bond. Bonsel. James Bonsel. Next question. Which Dublin-born sportsman, a legend in Australian rules football, passed away in March 2012 at the age of just 45? Uh, Jim Steins. Jim Steins is right. And that moves you on to four. So here comes a potential five in a row. The 2012 Man Booker Prize was awarded to Bring Up the Bodies. The second successive novel by which author to receive the prize? Uh, Hilary Mantel. That's correct. And gives you two points. Wow. And across the order goes. So now that was, they flew through that. Mm. All right. Andrew and Anne. John, you jinxed me tonight by saying that I had won every, every competition. And so you haven't lost this one yet. You have to play for yet. The Coalition of the Radical Left, originally founded in 2004 as a coalition of left-wing and radical parties in Greek politics, officially amalgamated as a single party before the country's general election of June 2012. By what name is that party I known? Remember. I can't remember. The Coalition of the Radical Left, originally founded in 2004 as a coalition of left-wing and radical parties in Greek politics, officially amalgamated as a single party before the country's general election of June 2012. By what name is it most commonly known? Unless you know it, I don't pass. No. Unlucky, guys. Right, over we go. Uh, Sarita. Sarita, it is, yes. Oh, Next question. Liam and James. Which tennis player completed her personal career Grand Slam when she defeated Italy's Sarah Arani in the final of the 2012 French Open singles? Serena Williams. Serena Williams. I'm afraid that is incorrect. So we're going across. You're getting the next question, guys, but you can get a bonus here. Next question. Which tennis player completed her personal career Grand Slam when she defeated Italy's Sarah Irani in the final of the 2012 French Open singles? I'll just say Venus. It's a Venus. Is that what you're saying? Venus Williams. Yeah. The answer there was Maria Sharapova. Oh. All right, your question, Andrew and Anne. You ready? As recently as 2008, he'd been regarded as Ireland's richest man. Who was declared bankrupt at the High Court in January of 2012? Oh, your man. Um, Uh, Quinn. 
Yes. That's his first name. That's his um, first name. Do we need a first name? I suppose I'll be generous. Sean say. Quinn. Sean oh, Quinn. Man. He didn't. He got. There you go. Yeah. Didn't need to be generous because you knew it. Mm. Which singer, known as the Queen of Disco, following hits such as Love to Love You Baby, <gasps> Hot Stuff and I Feel Love, died in May 2012. Donna Summer. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found I think Anne will be back whenever we do 1978. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just read that fact today. <laughs> All right. I highlighted the ones I actually recognised. <laughs> she was one of them. <laughs> I feel love. <laughs> The Cats of Copenhagen, a short story for children, originally written in 1936, was published for the first time in 2012, when the work of which Irish writer entered the public domain? James Joyce. I'm fairly certain it was James Joyce. It was James Joyce. It was James Joyce. Yes, it was. That's three in a row. En route to ultimately losing in a playoff for the championship, South African golfer Louis Oosthuizen achieved what rare scoring achievement on the second hole of his final round at the 2012 Masters Tournament in Augusta? It has to be a hole in one. <laughs> it's not a hole in one. So across we go. Birdie and eagle. Can you repeat it there again, John? I will. En route to ultimately losing in a playoff for the championship, South African golfer Louis Oosthuizen achieved what rare scoring achievement on the second hole of his final round at the 2012 Masters in Augusta? Try an albatross. Yeah, is that good, is it? <laughs> it's very rare. Yeah, it's kind of... I can't even remember going backwards as far. Albatross. Albatross. Correct. You got an albatross. Which is one of the hole in one. He got... Two on a par five for 300 par albatross. Okay. Red team, your question. Which American illustrator and writer of children's books, best known for Where the Wild Things Are, passed away in May 2012 at the age of 83? That's a book that's definitely on the shelf at home in my house. It's like two initials and then the surname. Which American illustrator and writer of children's books, best known for Where the Wild Things Are, passed away in May 2012 at the age of 83? You're passing? Yeah. Okay, you're getting control, guys, but you can give a bonus here. No idea. What was the name of that author? Don't know if it's Okay, then we'll call that a pass. Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss is a good guess, but... Not the right one. Not the right one. I just said I wasn't going to say nothing. before then. Morris Sendak is the name of that person. Never heard of him. Worth guessing. In March of 2012, US sportswear company Nike was involved in a controversy over the name of its new runner, launched to coincide with St. Patrick's Day. What controversial name had they chosen for this sports shoe? Your question. What? This is in 2012. In March runner. of 2012, US sportswear company Nike was involved in controversy over the name of its new runner, launched to coincide with St. Patrick's Day. What controversial name had they chosen for the shoe? Patty. Patty. P-A-T-T-Y is a do over there. It's probably nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day at all. Uh, the Green Giant. <laughs> it's the Green Giant. <laughs> That wouldn't be very controversial, I don't think. No. 
Gentlemen, red team. I'm just thinking paddies and leprechauns. <laughs> no? Paddy. Paddy, yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't think that would be very controversial. <laughs> no, they chose to call this runner the black and tan. <laughs> oh, 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 my God. Right. Very good. Good question. <laughs> Your question. Which 2012 science fiction film, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Naomi Rapace, Michael Fassbender and Guy Pearce, serves as a prequel to Scott's 1979 classic Alien? Yeah, we've both got it. Prometheus. Prometheus. Prometheus is correct. I don't know that. In 2012, at The Hague... A former president of Liberia was found guilty on 11 counts of aiding and abetting war crimes and crimes against humanity during the Sierra Leone Civil War. What is his name? Charles Taylor. Taylor. It is Charles Taylor, that's correct. The All-Ireland Hurling Final finished Kilkenny 19, Galway 213. The first draw in the fixture since when? <laughs> I was actually at the game. <laughs> the first one. Was that both them? And I should know this. The All-Ireland Hurling Final finished Kilkenny 19 points. Galway 213. That was the first draw in the fixture since what year? 1959. 1959 is absolutely right. Very nice. Watford and Kilkenny. That's very good. And you know, if you ask me who was actually in the final, I'd struggle, even though I was at the game. (laughs) That's good. Joe Canning got the equalising point. In 2012, the US ambassador to Libya, Christopher Stevens, became the first US ambassador killed in the line of duty since 1979 during an attack against the United States government's facility in what city? Can you repeat it there? In 2012, the so. US ambassador to Libya, Christopher Stevens, became the first U.S. ambassador killed in the line of duty since 1979 during an attack on the it's not, um, no, no. facility no. at what city? Do you want to try that? We could do. I'm quite oh, certain it isn't that. Triple no, it's not Tripoli either. It's uh, it's with T. Do you want to try it? Yeah, I'll, I'll leave go it on to Tripoli. 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 <laughs> Kandahar. Kandahar. Mm-hmm. Libya. Tobruk, is it? Benghazi. It begins with a T. Benghazi. Anyway, Anne and Andrew, we've two questions left in the set. And what's the crack? The second last, uh, the, the gap is more than two, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. Okay. So here we go. Who became the first British person to win a Grand Tour in professional cycling when he triumphed at the 2012 Tour de France? Sir somebody. In yeah, who became the first British person to win a Grand Tour in professional cycling when he triumphed at the 2012 Tour de France? W. Wilcox. 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 It's wrong. Okay. Over we go. Um, Bradley Wiggins. Bradley Wiggins. Yeah, Yeah, and it was W. And the final question of this set tonight. In March 2012, a short documentary film produced by Invisible Children, Inc. went viral and became at that point the fastest video ever to reach 100 million views on YouTube. The object of the video was a Ugandan cult and militia leader, indicted war criminal and 
fugitive from the International Criminal Court. Right. What is his name? In March 2012, a short documentary film produced by Invisible Children Inc. went viral and became, at that point, the fastest video ever to reach 100 million views on YouTube. The object of the video was a Ugandan cult and militia leader, indicted war criminal and fugitive from the International Criminal Court. What is his name? I think it was Charles, somebody or somebody Charles. But I, can't remember. I remember watching that video. I'm out. Isn't it his you're out. Yeah, you're fine. Liam is leaning back in his chair now. <laughs> you have 20 seconds, James. No, I. Yeah, I'll totally recognise the name later. Yeah, it's all live because I saw it. Okay, the you're passing. Yeah. yeah. You won't waste your time. Yeah. Anne, you look like the only one who's left playing this round. So. No. Sure. You don't know either. Nope. All right. The man's name is Joseph Coney. K O N Y. Coney. Cool. Okay, let's go check the scores check the at scores. the end of. The quiz. Blue to 12 points. Red to 21 points. So that's a comfortable win, got to be said, for the uh, red team. Well done, red team. 21 points to 12. And as a pairing, the two of you, still undefeated. So it's commiserations to Andrew and Anne. Hard luck, guys. We'll be back. And congratulations to Liam and James. With well that, done, guys. I'll wish you Thanks all a good time and goodbye. And thank you for joining us. And come back next week when we'll have more questions from somewhere in time. Podcast Extra. Uh, Swedish House Mafia. Swedish House Mafia. Something around with the bell there. Swedish House Mafia is correct. Oh, it went twice. Do we get two points? No. I will be editing out the first incorrect bit. Next week on After the Fact. Anyway, here's tonight's warm-up question. And um, it should suit us all, I hope. So we're going to go. You may or may not know that the World Cup took place in England in 1966. Just a niche fact there for you. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> games took place in eight venues. And I want to go around the room and list the venues, please. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, John, since you're here, I'll give you the option if you want to go first. Or I'll, I'll go first. Go for it, I'll, John. I'll go out quickly. Are we... <laughs> <laughs> go in strong, John, on. Uh, Wembley. Wembley. It's yeah. amazing. It's oh, no way. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paddy. Trick question. <laughs> Paddy, you're number two. Uh, Goodison Park. That is correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, Mike or David, and who's in virtual seat three there? I'll, I'll call it. Go. Uh, Anfield. Uh, uh, you're right, that's wrong. So. Oh. Goodison um, was the only venue in Liverpool. Erson Park. Yeah. <laughs> There's a man who knows his stuff there. Yes. Oh, come on. Pack do Ick versus Italy. He's never going to forget Erson Park. Erson Park. Right, we're back to John. Back to me. Old Trafford. Old Trafford is correct. Paddy. Rooker Park. Oh, <laughs> very good too. Yes, correct. Mikey. Oh, we're still doing two lives, are we? Damn, I thought it was dead. <laughs> there are uh, only eight uh, venues, so we're going to be through this pretty quickly. The way we're going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Saint James's. No, now you are gone. Okay. okay. Right, David. Now we start. 
So now we're trying to work out whether or not they did it geographically. So we've done the northeast, we've done the northwest. So that probably leaves the Midlands and London. I will uh, right Midlands. Villa Park. Yes, correct. John. <laughs> now we're just really just right. I'm naming grounds I know at this stage. Craven Cottage. <laughs> <laughs> Good Lord, Craven Cottage. <laughs> About 400 people. Exactly. It was an intimate, uh, you know, intimate African thing. versus Asian game. Like. I'm afraid not, John. I'm I'm going out, I'd have to get some paper. So All I'm right, outside okay. to get some paper. John is stepping out. I, I, I'm forgoing my second life. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy, there are only two left. Uh, well, I'm going to invoke my media lovey card here and go for the stadium right beside the old BBC and say White City. Oh, that's a very impressive Ooh. right answer. Yes. So, it uh, hosted a game purely because there was greyhound racing going on in Wembley, and the greyhound organisers wouldn't change the date. You know, mess with the greyhounds, sir. <laughs> at Wembley. <laughs> 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 All right, so Mike's gone. Uh, so, uh, David, uh, you can have the chance to get the final venue. Well, so I'm going back to that geographical thing. Yeah. So the logic is we have two London venues, so they may have gone for a third one. Or they may have gone for a second one in the Midlands, which would be at the time who would be big. So you're talking 66. Molyneux? No, I'm afraid not. Ah. John has John is still not back. So <laughs> Are they still going? They're still going. There's only one venue left if you want to. Uh, uh, no, no, it's quite all right. He's... <laughs> I'll save my wrong, quite, wrong answers for on air. He's Thank pleading you very the much. fifth on this one. Uh, Paddy? Well, uh, my best sensible guess, I think, would be Hillsborough. Oh, dig, 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 dig. Oh, <laughs> there we go. It's a, it's a, it's a bite knife, folks. <laughs> That's impressive stuff, Paddy. So of the eight venues, Paddy got four of them on his own. Wow. Yoo-hoo-hoo. Well, I got two. You so this, gone, is, this, is, this is what all my round Britain travelling does, you see, yeah. for me. He's gone native, is what I was going to say. That's it, yeah. He probably, he probably uh, he talks about 1966, you know, incessantly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Name ain't Tony Go on, go on. It's the only way they let you in nowadays. 